This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everyone, welcome once again to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts, I'm Rudy V, along with my son, Anthony Ray, and we are really, really excited about this show, guys. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit today about a very, very kind of hard thing to deal with, and that's grooming our older dogs. Grooming older dogs can be a very, very big challenge. You know, when do our dogs become too old to groom? What can we expect when our dogs get older? I mean, you know, how can we better handle the huge challenge of grooming our older dogs. All right, guys, we're going to talk about that and much, much more. Stay tuned when we come back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. If you've ever shared your home and heart with a charmingly naughty animal who's always up to mischief, you'll fall in love with the Klepto Kitty who stars in Talk to the Paw by Melinda Metz. Talk to the Paw is a funny, heartwarming novel about a single girl, a single guy, and MacGyver, an adorable tabby cat with a not-so-adorable habit of stealing from the neighbors. Talk to the Paw is on sale now everywhere books are sold. Visit kensingtonbooks.com for more info. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, everybody, welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. Very, very happy to have you guys listening. Very interesting week for us, guys. Uh, we did some stand-up on Saturday. Went really well, you know. I, it's just, and speaking of older dogs, though, I was the oldest comic there this week. It was a little, little rough. I'm, I'm always the oldest comic now. It's, yeah, you, <laughs> you had a little uh, trouble stepping up onto the stage. Uh, you, you're going to need a cane soon, Dad. I, I tripped. I tripped going up and everybody laughed. I was like, that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> you made it work. When I get a cane, though, I'm going to beat you with it. Oh, I'm going to be one of those old guys that comes at you. you know, hey! <laughs> beat you be with the cane. Comics look at their notes on like their phones when we do these open mics and they bring their jokes up there with them on their phones. You still have your three subject notebook that you pull out <laughs> of your backpack. You look like a fifth grader on his way to school. <laughs> I can't. I don't. Yeah, but that, yeah, I'm not up on technology, man. I, I, I'll tell you, I'm still fascinated that my cell phone has a flashlight. It's impressive. Yeah. You should, uh, <laughs> you, you, it's funny you mentioned self you guys i mean i've done a joke about it in the past on stage you should but it's it's completely true you should see my dad at verizon his face looks like he just time warped into an episode of the jetsons <laughs> just doesn't understand the goings-on around him it's true it's true i'm I fascinated think you, go, you go cross-eyed when you walk into verizon <laughs> <laughs> I walk into if I walk into remember when we bought my phone recently I, I walked in I picked up yeah. one of the dummy phones and I said Anthony I like this one it's nice and light yeah right right I like that yeah and I was I was like that put that one down okay it's made of cardboard <laughs> it's for show 
It's 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 something that you give a kid to play with while oh. mommy and daddy are getting their new phones. <laughs> oh, it's so true. All right, yeah, yeah. What can I say? I'm getting old. Hey, listen, at least my microphone's working for the show. You know, guys, just between us, the last eight episodes I did on Groomer Humor, my mic wasn't working. I need you for the tech end of this. Right. Well, you know, it turns out all you have to do is turn it on. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but I, I don't yeah. know if that falls under, like, I don't know if an, flipping an on switch falls <laughs> under tech, but I guess to you, it's high tech. <laughs> that's yes that's high tech for me okay i'm just recently learning how to swipe left and right now on my <laughs> new phone <laughs> you know it doesn't really matter that that my mic wasn't on anyway because my voice sucks anyway I, you know i still have that i'm going through puberty stage in my voice you know you know i got that you know hi how how are you it, it never worked for me even when i was young i, I was never a good talker like i i, I could never talk to girls oh, yeah. you know I, I just never you know me neither Yep. I, I always hoped like, you know, like I sounded like, you know, John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. You know, I always hoped like, hey, how's it going? You know, it looked very nice in that dress. How, how, you know, how's about going out for a drink tonight? You know, but I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. But I think I sounded a little bit more like Ozzy Osbourne half the time, though. I mean, you know. I mean, listen, I mean, listen, I mean, every, everybody, I mean, listen, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the Osborne man. I mean, I, I, I was the lead singer of Black Sabbath, man. I mean, yeah, was, you know, can I tell you about, uh, anyway. <laughs> and you just tail off and start just walking away. <laughs> yeah, you know, just coming up with just bad line after bad line. I, I was the type of guy, my lines would be like, you know, hey, hey, hey uh, hi, <laughs> how you doing? Um, listen, my grandmother's in town. <laughs> yeah, what do you say we go meet for breakfast at two at six o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yeah, you know, would you like to meet my grandmother? Grandmother, yeah. six a.m. is when she has yeah. her milk. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I grew up like along with a lot of like debonair Cuban guys and stuff. You know, yeah. they, you know, they, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, you're looking good. <laughs> you know, I just here, listen to Julio. Let him talk. Yeah, yeah, just let him take it. Just let him take it. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway, let's get into it. Speaking of grandmas, speaking of uh, older people, myself, let's talk a little bit about our older dogs. We got to get into this. this is, we really have to address this problem, you know, uh, it, and it, it could be a huge problem, usually is. But a lot of times, uh, you know, people, you know, they'll bring you their dog and, uh, you know, the dog is young. They start off young and they do great their entire life. And then they tend to start getting old. As dogs get older, you know, they're much like we are. You know, they're, everything changes. Their temperament changes. Their personalities change. They develop, like, uh, physical pain, arthritis, bone loss, muscle degeneration. I mean, their eyesight goes. When their eyesight goes, it just increases, you know, their fear, their anxiety. All of these things make it twice as hard to groom them and um you know people will wonder why they'll say oh i don't know well, you know he, he did so great all this time but now he's giving you a hard time yeah, yeah. i mean this is the process this is what happens you know it, you know as dogs get older in a lot of cases in most cases i would say as a groomer it starts to become such a huge huge challenge so you know how do we address it you know what what, what can we do about it because again it's it's, it's a big problem because your dog isn't going to act the same at 13 years old as they did when they were like six seven even eight they just start to get hypersensitive their skin may start to feel hypersensitive even when you touch them they ache they hurt you go to pick up an older dog they yelp 
because they have arthritis, things of this nature. So what do we do as far as grooming? Right off the bat, we have to communicate. We have to communicate the problem with the customer and let them know, listen, this is the problem. It might take more time. You're going to have to give your groomer a lot more time because they have to work a lot slower. Um, right. You know, they may have to put other clients aside just to groom your dog because they have to work a lot slower. Right. You know, and, yeah. I mean, it's just a big problem. This is outside of the even outside of the grooming process itself. This is one of the hardest parts, at least in my opinion, of being a dog groomer is when dogs get to this point. Just having to have this conversation with the owners that you're talking about where we have to explain, listen, you know as well as I do, your dog is getting older. It's th okay. This process is going to change a little bit. And, you know, I hate it. I hate this part of it because you have to see the disappointment in the customer's face because, you know, you have to remind them how old their dog is and it, you know, it happens and it's just but it's usually a difficult conversation to have it because is. you know people get upset and dog owners i know i was are always in denial of how dog how old their dog uh, actually is you know i didn't want to hear any of that stuff when i still had uh, sushi my uh, our pug you know everybody oh he's getting old and i'd, I'd be like oh, he's not he's only you know <laughs> he's only yep. 26 like you know yeah. what i mean like you know yeah. you never and, give into yeah. it yeah and the other part of it too is you feel sorry for the dog you have to be the one to work on them. The good thing is, is that as you get to know your client, as you get to know the dog, you can kind of see it over time. Like you can anticipate, like say, hey, you know, this dog's hips are starting to go. Yeah. So you anticipate it as a groomer and uh, you know that, okay, it's mm, probably not going to get any better. So you, you handle them a lot more gentle. Uh, you know, if you know that they're suffering from any arthritis or their eyesight does go, you're approaching them a lot slower. Even when I'm doing my clipper work around their face, I'm letting them smell my hand or the clipper each and every time I approach them mm -hmm. just to let them get a sense of, okay, it's the clippers, you know, but these are the little things that you have to understand. And as the client, you have to understand too, you know, it may cost more. Now you Possibly. have your groomer spending an extra hour on your dog. So it may cost more. It's another thing that, you know, you have to relate to the customer. The job might not be as perfect as you expect, you know, or as perfect as it used to be because the dog's table time is so limited. You know, you can't have, you know, a 13-year-old dog standing on a table for two and a half hours. Our process is when we get an older dog, we work on them, we put them away for a while, we take them back out of the cage, work on them a little bit more and work them in spurts. So uh, as the owner, you have to allow ample time Give your groomer time. Don't be surprised if it costs more. They're working so much harder on your dog. So, you know, you really have to kind of work with your groomer, you know, establish a good relationship with yeah. your groomer. It will only benefit your dog in the long run. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I feel like, you know, sometimes, especially down the line, um, you should always sort of sacrifice the quality of like this amazing grooming, uh, you know, over the comfort of the dog. Dogs have to be comfortable. The dogs can't be stressed no matter how old they are, really. Right. You know, right. Um, and that goes into what you're saying. You just you have to communicate. Communication is like the I mean, that's like numero uno <laughs> priority with your groomer. You have to let your don't don't walk into the grooming shop. And, you know, for instance, right. if your dog bites. Tell your groomer that you have to, sure. you know what I mean? Little things yeah. like that. Your communication, yep. especially when the dogs get older, when the dogs get older, there's just more and more you guys got to talk about with your yeah. groomer. 
that'll benefit your your pet uh, in the long run. Right. And, you know, you, you have to kind of like, uh, you know, don't go in with attitude either, you know, because here's the thing. And listen, we're not talking about everyone. In most cases, the clients are very, very receptive of a groomer's professional opinion. But, you know, don't go in with attitude. A groomer is not obligated to groom your dog in any way. You no. know, they have no obligation. And, and here, you know, in this case with older dogs, your groomer, there's a much bigger risk of injury. So, you know, don't be surprised if your groomer asks you to sign a release. Just like when you go to a vet, you have a surgery, you're signing a release because, listen, the dog may get injured. They jolt around, their skin is softer, the blade might cut that skin or burn that skin twice as fast as if when your dog was younger. So, you know, I'm all for it. I feel if groomers out there haven't done it already, we have to implement a responsibility release form in these cases or in other cases too, severely matted dogs, uh, you know, dogs that, you know, might be aggressive. Groomers out there really need to start protecting themselves because I've seen groomers, really good groomers too, just literally go belly up because yeah. of an incident or two that was out of their control or they tried to be too nice and they took on a big high risk grooming and right. it ended up going south and, and or they nicked the dog or something and now they're getting sued and and now they're just a bad person because yep. they tried to help yeah um, well it, it, it's it, not it's, fair it, it's not it's it's like you just said groomers don't necessarily have an obligation to groom every dog that comes in their store but a lot of groomers will say yes to anybody because they want to help the dog. They want to so help like, the dog. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then here's this groomer who's doing a, trying to do this good right. thing for this dog. And accidents do happen. And then, like you said, they just get yeah. taken down. And it's like, wow, yeah. you went belly up trying to do something good for a dog that you probably knew right out of the gate. This is going right. to be a big challenge, but I want to help it. Right. You know, it's important. And, who's going right. to do it? You know, somebody. exactly. Somebody's got to do it. And, you know, you want to avoid having your dog go under anesthesia and have the vet do it unless it's absolutely necessary. But again, like groomers are not obligated to groom your dog. So it, we're talking about establishing a really good, respectful relationship, you know, because on the other hand, too, some groomers aren't so nice in telling you either, like, you know, don't bring your dog back, you know, because they don't yeah. want to deal with, you know, don't bring your mm -hmm. dog back because, and I understand it because they're so frustrated. We have a kind way about it when we get into that, uh, or we, we find ourselves with an unruly customer. Um, and again, most of them are not, we're not saying people are unruly, but it just takes one to ruin your day or your week. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll say things like, listen, you know, maybe your expectations are, are far exceeding, you know, mine and your dog's tolerance or capability. And for that reason, I'm out. You know, just shark tank. <laughs> yeah, you got a shark tank. <laughs> you got a shark tank. For that reason, I'm out. <laughs> you know, but uh, seriously, you know, you have to be nice. Be nice. If you, like you said, if you know something about your dog, if you know your dog is, doesn't like its face being touched, let your groomer know, especially if you're using a new groomer. Don't go in and say, hey, my dog doesn't bite. Yeah, it's and honestly, the, you don't even have to beat around the bush either. You don't even right. don't even say, you know, ah, he can get a little nippy. That's just like you're tiptoeing right. around the fact that your dog bites. Dogs bite sometimes. It's okay. They do. 
just me and you have gotten bitten plenty of times. Oh yeah, I'm sure we'll yeah. get we'll get bitten plenty more. Absolutely, it's part, it comes with the territory. So don't be scared to tell your groomer right. your dog bites. Tell them straight out. No, sure. when you go for his paw, he's gonna try to bite he's you. Gonna, he'll try to bite you. Yeah. But yeah, and I like people when they say, "Oh, you know, he doesn't bite, but he snaps." <laughs> yeah. what, what is what does that mean? Does that that, that mean? mean yeah, that means a bite that missed. Yeah, yeah. that's well, what that is. He just missed. That's what right. a snap is. Yeah, you know? snapped at me. Oh, he, he tried to bite oh. me. Oh, okay. Right. right. Let's clarify that. Right. Yeah. You know? But yeah, like you said, you know, be honest. And then you'll get this too a lot of times. Oh, you know, he bites when you touch his front legs. Okay, no problem. I'll just muzzle him when I do his front legs. Oh, no, I don't want him muzzled. Right. Okay. okay. So then what do you want? You want me to get bitten. Right. So, so now so there, what's the procedure? It, 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 yeah, it negates you telling me that he yeah. bites on his front right. legs. Right. You may as well not say anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So you have to work with your groomer, especially with our older dogs. Older dogs do tend to bite a lot because they're in pain. Yeah. So now your hand, you know, you're passing these clippers on their hypersensitive skin. They're hating it. They're hurting. They don't want to be there. All they want to do is sleep. They're not up for the task at all. So we really have to address this just because it's an ongoing issue. But you know what? We're going to talk more about it. We're going to come up with a couple of solutions that we might be able to use. We're going to go to break and we come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about it. Okay. On Groomer Humor. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, cat people, litter box smells always on your mind. Think about your cat, not the box, with World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that delivers big odor control in a tiny package. World's Best Cat Litter harnesses the concentrated power of corn to trap odors deep inside the litter. Ready to knock out smells and use less litter? Find World's Best Cat Litter at Target, Walmart, and in your local grocery and pet stores. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. I'm Anthony Ray, hanging out with my dad, Rudy V, as always. And before the break, we were talking about... When dogs get a little bit older, it really affects the grooming process and and all the things that sort of go into it. We covered a couple things like communicating with your groomer a little bit better, having a little bit more patience and some of the things you could expect. And uh, we were going to get into a couple of things that you can do as an owner of an older pet that might make it a little bit easier for your dog or cat to kind of get through the process and some things that you can do yourself to maybe make it a little easier. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, it's just basic things. I mean, you kind of, that's why I feel like through the radio show and through our YouTube channel, people need to learn a little bit 
about some grooming techniques so that they can apply them at home. It would just make for uh, a better experience for your dog. It will uh, just save some time. It'll make your groomer's job easier. So, uh, yeah, we urge you to check out our grooming show on YouTube. It's called Grooming by Rudy. Uh, We just put out a great video with a a Bichon named TJ. It's called Grooming Your Older Bichon. So check that out on uh, YouTube, Grooming by Rudy, so that you can actually see how we actually handle our older dogs. You know, it's a process, but you can learn a lot simply by just even picking up a few techniques and basic techniques, you know, brush your dog more at home, try to clean out under the eyes, use a cotton ball, use some warm water, clean the dog's eyes out so that it doesn't get too gunky. And now, you know, your older dog hates its face being done. And, you know, you can't just throw it at the groomer and say, here, clip out under the eyes. Right. You know, while the dog's trying to bite the clippers, now mm-hmm. you're risking the dog, you know, gashing its mouth open or, or biting down on the clippers and cutting its tongue. These little things, you know, keep the ears clean. Try to stay on top of your dog so that you're not waiting three months because a lot of people might feel that as their dogs get older, oh, they don't want to get them groomed as often, which is, it's true. Mm-hmm. But if you're waiting longer, that means you have to do more at home, you know, right. if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yes. becoming the norm. And it's, that's, yeah. I mean, it was one of the underlying reasons why we even started the channel to begin with. We want people to, if you choose to do some of this at home, you got to know how to do it. Someone's got to kind of show you. It's yeah. A, you know, it's yeah. a pseudo grooming class channel like, that, you know, right. It, it's just like, you know, if you had a, you know, a little daughter or son, you know, and you're combing out their hair, their children, your dogs are like perpetual children. You have yeah. to constantly maintain them. So you wouldn't not brush your daughter's hair out and then bring her to, you know, the, to the stylist after six months and say, here, right. <laughs> you know, here, you fix, you do, it. You, you do it, you know, <laughs> so same thing with, that way. No, you know, same thing with our dogs, especially we're just stressing the older dog too, because, um, again, it's a dilemma in a lot of cases, dogs can actually become ungroomable. Right. Yeah. Well, that's you a know. lot like, uh, your hair is, has become ungrowable, you know, <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to be serious here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, it was on a platter. What did you want me to do? <laughs> okay. This is true. See, I hate when I don't have a comeback. Oh, uh, you, you know? know, usually the hair just kind of ends it. You know what well, I mean? You Bam. know what? Just go with your comfort zone. Make fun of my hat or make, you know, or, no, it's you just, know, no, you know, go down the list. Ah, I stink. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move forward. And yes, my hair is ungrowable at this point. Rogaine but can't do anything. <laughs> I can't do anything. No, Rogaine. What about that spray stuff? What spray? spray stuff? You never, you never seen that what? stuff where you shake the uh, can and it sprays oh. hair on your head. <laughs> oh, like uh, yeah, whatever it's called, Kobe or something like whatever, that. It's like, whatever. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like well, I tried shoe polish. Just slap some black oh. shoe polish on there. Yeah, kind of. Then you. You don't even have to use like gel or anything. You got grease. Right. What it does is it kind of just dulls the shine, you know, dull, yeah, right. you know, so <laughs> buff it out, buff it out, you know, 
Okay, yeah, um, anyway, I'm sorry. What anyway, were you saying? <laughs> so let's get back to our, our beautiful older dogs here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in a lot of cases, dogs can become ungroomable. Ungro- I, I said ungrowable. Ungrowable. Un- well, un- you know. Ungroomable. Yeah, we can keep talking um, about that if you want. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and this, no, really, guys, this is true. And it, again, it's a big dilemma because what happens? Your dog is still alive. Dog's 12, 13, 14 years old in desperate need of a grooming. What do we do? I don't know. To be honest with you, you really have to play it by ear. You have to go by the individual dog. In a lot of cases, you just have to, you know, what's the worst of two evils that, you know, the dog either doesn't get groomed or, you know, you risk serious injury. Does the dog really need to be cut or clipper burned at age 14? You know what I mean? Uh, no. So again, it's just, it's a big dilemma. Groomers face this every day. I want to address this problem because I know that we've gone through it many, many times. In a lot of, a lot of cases, you just have to say, Hey, listen, I can't do it. Now, even though I've been grooming your dog for, for the past 12 years, I can't do it. You know, and you know, maybe you could try some other alternatives, maybe, you know, some sedation, you know, you could try everything, try to get, you know, give the dog an aspirin kind of thing where, you know, they, they're not, you know, they're, it's helping with their arthritis. And sometimes these things do work, but all too often they don't. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's something to keep in mind when you're picking a breed to buy. Right. Because, exactly. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, because we see it all the time and the day comes, whether you like it or not, it's how it works. Your dog's going to get very old and it's not, it's not going to happen right away, but your Bichon is going to be awesome when you first get it and everything, but it's going to get very old and you're going to struggle with the grooming and, and this, everything that we're talking about a lot more with a dog that requires that much grooming throughout its life, as opposed to a short coated dog where down the line, yeah, he's going to be super old, but all we do is give him baths and, and clip his nails anyway. Both things right. you could do at home yourself. And now your dog's not leaving your house at all. So just not saying don't, you know, I love Bichons. I'm not saying go. No, out. exactly. I'm not Listen, saying don't do any uh, high maintenance dogs, but just keep that in mind. Mind, uh, no, know. it's it's a good point when choosing a dog. Personally, I feel that you know if if you are going to pick a dog like a Bichon or a Maltese or a, you know or Poodle or Standard Poodle, these people need to more than others have yeah. some grooming skills. If you're going to pick a high maintenance dog, you should you should really have or learn some grooming skills. Yeah. If you have a French Bulldog or you have a you know a uh, whatever, a boxer, maybe you don't have to have many grooming skills. But if you are going to pick a dog that requires a lot of grooming, you might want to just keep in mind, hey, maybe I should learn some things, you know, uh, learn a couple grooming techniques. And again, it's the purpose of our show. We want to teach you guys. We're not singling out breeds. It's just that we've been doing this so long that these are the breeds that end up having the problem, especially Shih Tzus under the eyes. I've yeah. had Shih Tzus, they let me do it their entire lives, and then you go to do it one day, and yep. they're just freaking out. Yep, they're you done know? with it. They say they're no done. more. That's Yeah, no more, you know. Then usually with that, we try to um, work it a little bit out in the bath. Um, yeah, yeah. I actually, we, that's, a, that's a good idea. We should make a video about that because I, I do that a lot where, uh, you know, on an older dog, um, mm-hmm. a lot of gook under the eyes, you know, you're very limited how long you could even have the clippers near their eyes because they're freaking out. So right. a lot of times what we'll do is we'll soften it up in the tub a little bit, be real careful not to get soap in the eye, but just the water moistens it up a little bit yeah. after you've gotten as much out uh, with the clippers as you can. And, you know, and I, sometimes I'm able to get the, all the rest of it out, you know, and exactly. 
you know, the less time the Clippers are buzzing around the eyes, the better, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, we want to hear from you guys too. You know, like if you, if you if you guys have had this experience, or you know, write to us, write in, and you know, communicate it, and uh, you know, maybe you guys have some good ideas. I mean, we're just throwing it out there because we go through it, we see it every day, and uh, again, we just want to kind of get to the what's the best way you know especially groomers out there if you guys had experiences like this which i'm sure you have you know give us a give us a buzz and and let us know you know maybe you guys know some techniques and we could all just learn off of one another which i think oh, is just yeah. important it, you know some people i swear some people are geniuses i was talking with a customer once and I saw it firsthand too. His dog, I don't know if you remember, it was a while ago and I, and I never heard from him again. He, his dog came in, had a really bad like rash kind of thing under yeah. the, under his belly. It was just kind of itching him. He took him to the vet. They said, it's not, it's just, you know, whatever allergy or whatever. The guy, it wouldn't go away. So what he started doing was like a scientist. He started right. like constructing and mixing all these different like lotions mm-hmm. and like right. herbal organic right. stuff together until right. he found like a combination that made it go away and like he did it and i was i remember i don't know if you remember this but like i remember telling like you have to sell this like yeah like like, this is a potion yeah it's like (laughs) you made like a miracle potion i mean the dog had the rash for a year the guy you know discovers oh if i mix this 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 and that i wish i remembered it then it goes away and it's like so that's why we we always encourage people to like leave comments or uh get in touch with us but when because you never know people try so many things and you're gonna you know you're gonna stumble upon some really helpful stuff that right you know you know exactly yep yep until we get there you know we'll just keep doing what we're doing again just want to stress the fact when you are working on your older dog you know your groomer is going to have to go a lot slower is going to have to be a lot more cautious older dogs develop a lot of skin growths again check out our video on youtube grooming by rudy check that out uh, you know how to groom your older Bijan because uh the dog tj that we use and, and thank you to dennis and his family for allowing us to use tj for that video uh it's a really good video we definitely point out how you know tj's growths got to be careful mm-hmm. not to hit the growths with the clippers the scissors you don't want to cut it open have an infection all, right. all these things until then we just really have to be careful really have to be careful work slowly work with your groomer don't expect too much if you have an older dog that you know is struggling especially if your groomer tells you listen i did the best i can when a groomer sits there and says listen i did the best i can you know what that means Mm. it means they did the best they can (laughs) that's what that means here's the thing (laughs) when your dog is 14 years old with hip dysplasia (laughs) now's not the time to get picky about how the bangs look yeah right it's it's not the dog could barely stand on the table exactly yeah it's it's here's the thing me and you always preach yes they're in grooming there are some things that you that are you're better suited doing as quickly as you can because your time is limited but usually me and you preach grooming is never something that you should ever rush through you have to be careful so we usually work as slow as we can on a safe level to remain on a safe level when we're dealing with an older dog now we're cutting that time even down even more so because like like those skin growths that you're talking about how easy is it to open one of those up it's just so easy your snap-on comb boom you were just going too fast you know pokes it done right you know now it's bleeding all over the place you know and exactly it's too easy so you got to go super super slow you showed it very well in the video because you were uh, holding it with your finger and and that way the snap-on comb wouldn't touch it yeah Um, yeah you got to protect the dog 
you know, as a groomer, you're handling this dog for two straight hours. You have to be really, really cautious and protect it and just treat it with kid gloves. You know, even if you pull the legs just slightly too hard, uh, you know, you pull an older dog's muscle, you know, and you know, the groomer needs to be focused and needs to know that, you know, he has, or she has the time to groom the dog again, don't rush them. You listen, if they charge a little extra for it, you know, just accept it. You know, they're saving you, they're saving you from going to the vet, you know, which is the last thing you want to do in this case. Um, you know, so yeah, you, you really have to work with your groomer and don't be surprised if they ask you to sign a release. It doesn't mean that they're going to hurt your dog. It's yeah, still going to yeah. take, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I sign that, a release. I, you know, let's come at him now. Yeah, you know, right. He's going to kill him. Like, it's let's not, do no. this. You know, like, no, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, if, if, people if, don't like that for some no, reason. It's, it's, it's happened listen. to us in the past, you know, oh, like, you know, I mean, can you please sign this just in case I haven't seen your yeah. dog in a year and a half? Uh, sure. you know, like, no, I'm not signing this. I'm not signing all right. Okay. It wow. happens on a good day. It happens on a younger dog. It, it, accidents happen. I've nicked dogs. I've cut dogs in my 33 year, you know, experience in doing this. And, you know, one little cut can cost you $600 at the vets. You know what right. I mean? Especially, and the thing is, it's, the, it's not that you weren't being careful. It's that, you know, a lot of dogs, it's a moving target. Dogs yank, they pull away in an instant. So again, we're not trying to blame the dog either. Don't get us wrong. It's just, there's there's that fine line. There's that fine line. If it is a high risk grooming, and that's what I'd like to label it as. If it's a a high risk grooming, again, your dog groomer should be allowed to ask you to sign a release form. Whether you want to do it or not, is up to you. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to, but then again, sign the paper. Right. And then again, the the groomer doesn't have to provide the service either Um, exactly it's a two-way street it is there shouldn't be an argument about it like you said earlier just be nice communicate i don't feel comfortable signing this okay Okay, um yeah then i can recommend another groomer to you who might not ask you to sign it who maybe has uh, more help on staff or whatever you know just a different situation and maybe you want to sign it over there so here's her number or his number um or just that simple yeah, and a lot of times you can also, you know, a lot of groomers become specialty groomers, uh, you know, just like anybody else. You got doctors, you got foot doctors, you got brain surgery, you got all different. Yeah. You know, a lot of groomers become specialists at, say, grooming older dogs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they thrive in that or grooming puppies. You may know a groomer, a fellow groomer that is excellent with puppies. And you may say, hey, listen, I have somebody, you know, I couldn't groom your puppy, but I know somebody that might be able right. to because they specialize in puppies or, or, you know, or they specialize in older dogs or they mm-hmm. specialize in a certain breed. And this is what we're trying to bring out that this whole grooming thing, it's vast, you know, yeah. let's let's bring this to the forefront. You have so many different types of groomers with so many different techniques. Let's bring this to the surface so that we could just have a better supply of options for our dogs and cats. You know, you may have a groomer that specializes in cats. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't do a whole lot of cats anymore. I mean, we have a few, no. uh, but we don't do a whole lot of cats anymore. But there are groomers in the area that specialize in cats. Mm-hmm. So um, let's kind of just bring this to the surface and uh, let's talk about it more. You know? Yeah, I completely agree. Groomers shouldn't, we've mentioned this in the past, groomers shouldn't be competing 
they should be collaborating actually that's right um, that's we do exactly. it all the time like you just said we know a couple of different groomers who specialize in a couple of different things um you know hey maybe your specialty is you take walk-ins that's a specialty in itself and you don't yeah. work by appointment and you we have, work by you have yep. yep so we work by appointment so when somebody walks into our shop looking for a same day grooming we can't do it usually yep. but we know a groomer who can and we send them right their way to help that groomer out and here's some business hopefully the dog's good for you all that Groomers need to collaborate as much as possible yeah, because right. it is vast and it's only growing. Yeah, um, and it, yeah, and it's and we want to put more groomers out there. You know, mm -hmm. we want to you know definitely stress this to the younger people. You know, that are maybe choosing this as a profession. The profession has changed in itself. I think that schools may also offer not just dog grooming classes, but also specialty classes. Mm -hmm. Like they might want to offer. Uh, say older dog grooming classes sure. where you know someone gets used to that would um, be a great idea you should maybe you could be oh i'm registered for older dog grooming i'm registered right. for that's puppy true. grooming you know it's right. it, it's going right. to end up turning into that i i, I, I could just it tell is. already yeah. it's because it's just growing too much it's right. like baseball you know you got your lefty specialist in the pen right the lefty right. batter comes up yeah we're gonna bring the lefty specialist out he's that gonna is. get the job done because that's yep. a specialty he gets lefties that's out right. you know same thing and you know what it's a good point that's how we feel about dog grooming we love this profession so much we've been in it so long that we want to see it grow and we want it to become the best it could be that's all we're trying to do between our grooming channel you know our radio show that's what we're trying to do we're just trying to you know really enhance and make the grooming industry better I want to see the, the grooming industry, and it's well on its way to doing so. I want to see it grow into what yep. it actually is and yep. what it deserves to be. Because uh, right. the more we all know about pets in general and grooming and just all aspects of it, the better quality of life that all these pets are going to have. So That's right. it's just we, beneficial. Yep. We love our dogs. We love our groomers out there. We love our clients. So let's, you know, let's just keep it all rolling. Keep the good vibes going and you know, continue and make this profession better. Yep. Everybody work together. That's really yep. what it comes down to. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Well, that about wraps it up, I think. So um, thanks so much for stopping by. As always, guys, uh, we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't done so already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a comment, like, share, and subscribe. We want to hear from you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook. Follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram. It has been an absolute pleasure, as always. And until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.